continuing with the theme of abundance and manifestation, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about one thing that kills manifestation. Precisely, it is one word more than the word. It is the state of beingness with that word that kills manifestation. So I will see you on the other side of this episode. Whatever you do, listen to this episode, take notes and see how can you apply this to your life. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. So welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. You have heard me talk time and time again about the power of words. Words are extraordinarily powerful because words invoke feelings in us and words invoke a state of beingness. And the language of the universe is not words, but it is that state of beingness. It is that state of feeling. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about this one word, basically how, what it evokes in you that tends to stop the manifestation process or more likely delay the manifestation process. Because from where I stand and how I see things, at least this is a story I have told myself and it works amazingly for, for well for me and with my clients when I teach them th- this way of living and being. And that is whatever I desire is here. It's already here. So with this one word and whatever this evokes, it will delay the manifestation process because anything you want is already for here for you. The universe always wants to deliver. It's like it wants to give you the things that you are wanting and desiring. So let's dive into this. First of all, I am so delighted you're here and welcome. If you're new to me, please go and listen to the other episodes because they all have a lot of value in them. And if you're not new to me, thank you for being a consistent listener because without you we wouldn't be having so many downloads. And thank you for sharing as well. My name is Padma Ali, and I love, love helping people shift their perspectives. 
and bring in a higher level of perspective into the lower levels of existence, which is the plane that we all live in. And and one of my favorite, this is this. Okay, how do I, where do I, where do we start? The word that we're going to be talking about today and what it evokes in you. Let's start with that. And then I will tell you my own stories around these, this, this way of being and living and looking at life. So I'm going to say a word to you and I want you to sit with what does this bring up for you? What is the state of feeling that this word brings up for you? Because the state of beingness is what the, is, is the language of the universe. And that word, my dear visionary, is want. Yes, I'm speaking to you. Sit with this word, want. I want a new car. I want a partner. I want a new job. I want whatever, fill in the blanks. That word want. What does this bring up for you? For most people, now you may be an exception and I do not know that. For most people, the word want evokes this feeling of, "Ah, I want this, but I can't have it. I want this, but it's going to take too long to have it. Or I want this, but I really don't know if if it's going to be mine. The word want always signifies some sense of lack or the sense of not enough or not possible because it feels out of your reach. Now, you may be an exception to the process and say, no, I don't feel that way. When I want something, it happens. If that's the case, fantastic. But if not, this is something you want to pay attention to because again, like I said, the universe is always responding to the way you feel. And so when I say the word want, oftentimes most people start to feel the sense of lack or this is not possible for me. And so that is what I'm going to invite you to sit with and look at. So Words are extraordinarily powerful because words is how we create. Thoughts are how we create. And because every word invokes a certain feeling and a certain, certain, um, certain image for us. If I say the word, if I say the word mountain, okay, so it's immediately going to conjure up a, a, a vision for you. If I say the word hard, it's going to conjure up a vision for you. If I say the word difficult, it's going to conjure up a a, a vision for you. It's going to conjure up something. If I say the word, it is easy. I can easily do this. Okay. It's going to conjure up something for you. And that is what I'm going to invite you to look at. And the word want is a killer of manifestation because what is what happens is that when you say the word wanted basically it's telling the universe that you don't have it and then secondly it what it says is it brings up this feeling of you want you wish you wish you could have it so 
um, like I've seen my daughter, right? She's five. And I often bring up my children because I'm watching life through their eyes. And even with the well-intentioned parent that I am, I notice how these beliefs and how these things start to creep in. Now, my son is very interesting. He's eight years old and he has a worldview that when he, when he desires something, he's going to have it. I don't know. How, like, that's just how he was. He's kind of like, he, he, the way I would describe him is like, he's here, but he's not. Like, <laughs> I know it's a, it's a strange way of describing your child, but he kind of, it's like very light touch. That's just how he lives. He's kind of like, yeah, you know, it doesn't, like, things rarely bother him. It's just personality types, I guess. I don't know rarely bothers him and he just assumes that he wants something he he desires something i'm gonna shift that he desires something he's he is going to have it my daughter on the other hand often uses words like i really want this but i know i can't have it i really want to have this unicorn doll but i know i can't have it i know you're not going to bite for me i'm like how do you know i'm not going to bite for you right but see this is what happens with the word want you kind of there's like a wish to it and yet you feel like you can't have it think about the last time you used the word want and we don't we are so unconsciously the way we use words is so unconscious that when we put attention to it, you will be mortified at the things that you're telling yourself constantly. So the next time you've used the word, you've, the last time you use the word want, think about how that made you feel. Because that is the state that you're putting out into the universe, because whatever you put out is what you're going to get back. Okay, so because this is how the dictionary, like the, the word, you know, the uh, the meaning of the word want. It is to be without lack, to be destitute or needy, a defect of character, a fault, to be absent, to be deficient or lacking, to fail, to not be sufficient, to fall or come back or lack. This is how the dictionary defines want. So imagine this is what is going to be invoked in you when you use the word want. I'm going to talk about what you can substitute it with, but I first want you to look at this word because this is notice, notice and apply this to all areas of your life, not just with the word want, but what are you telling yourself constantly? What are the words you're using in your thoughts? What are the words you're using with others? notice because this is how we create change okay so when you can understand this you will start to shift it and then when you start to shift it that's when things shift and change for you i am of the belief that when i desire something the universe will find its way to give it to me. It may not be in that very moment. It may not be the way I want it. It may not show up in the exact way that I want it to be, but it will show up. And it always does. So this is something that when I have this, and, and I did not live from this place, people. I am I always have been transparent with you all. I've always shared my struggles and how I've lived my life and where I came from and how I've learned to navigate these things. But I'm telling you right now, this is not 
how I lived my life. I always had this feeling that the universe, everything, like bad things happen to me or not bad things. That's not how I would say it. I would say like life is always difficult. Like life doesn't come easy for me. Uh, Things work out in the end, but I always have to go through the struggle first. And this was unconsciously how I lived my life. Now imagine this is what I was putting out into the universe, struggle, pain, suffering, and then I could have it. Like I had to go through this almost rite of passage before I could be happy or be um, or, or get what I wanted. All created from my head with my thoughts. The moment I started shifting it to I can have anything I want, desire. Notice even for me, like with I'm teaching you these things and I am still slipping. So imagine, right? What all might be slipping from your mind, <laughs> from your brain, when you're not conscious. So look at that very closely. Look at that very carefully. What are the words that you're using? And I, I now know that anything I desire is mine. And the way I started to shift things for myself is like starting to look at simple things. Like I'm looking for a pen. I'm gonna fi- I, fi- I find a pen. I'm like, wow, look, the universe is giving it to me. This is a constant game I play with myself and just to prove it to myself that I can have anything I want and I make a note of it. The best example I can give you, this is a funny example and many of you can relate to this, is my, um, my, my headset, my AirPods. I don't have an AirPod anymore. I have a Bose ear, earphone, earplug, whatever they call it, not earplug. Oh my God, what are that? Um, the... the <laughs> the equivalent of AirPods, but the Bose kind. I used to have the AirPods and I don't anymore. The, I love the Bose AirPo- AirPods, whatever you want to call them. They are so tiny, right? Like it, the case is so tiny and I'm constantly like leaving it around and I can, I'm constantly looking for it. And I'm like, oh, where, are my, where are my AirPods? I can still call them the Air, my AirPods. Where are my AirPods? And then I like I'll just turn around and I'll find it. And then I'll be like, oh, and then a few hours later I would have left it somewhere in the kitchen or something and be like, oh my God, where are they? Then I'll go walking around the house and I'll immediately find it. And the reason I'm giving you this example is because I want you to apply this to your life. I want you to start noticing when you are desiring something, whether it's the smallest thing, like, ah, oh, I need a glass of water, and then you have a faucet, you open this flowing water right in this in the second you asked for it when you can start to see these things what you're going to tell your brain is that what you're telling your brain unconsciously is I can have anything I desire it's mine and I don't even have to work hard because it's here What happens is these small little things, we miss them. And then we put so much importance in the big items. Oh, I want, I'm purposely using the word want, a million dollars. And then it feels like, oh my God, million feels like a lot of money and I can't have it. But you want a quarter, you don't think twice about wanting a quarter, right? A quarter is like, oh yeah, I found a quarter. It's just a coin. But we place the meaning to these things, like something big for you or something smaller. But what if you went with this 
with this notion that whatever you desire is yours. It does not matter how big or small. It is yours. It's going to find its way to you. Whatever you desire is never going to miss you. The universe is always going to get it to your doorstep. If you had that notion, now don't argue with me because I'm sure some of you are going to are arguing with me in your head saying, that is not my experience. That doesn't happen to me. Well, if you're going to argue for your limitations, I can't help you. <laughs> but if you're willing to look at life from a different perspective, I invite you to look at that because it's how you feel. Do you feel good when you say, that's not my life experience and I can't have what I, des what I desire? Like that doesn't happen for me. Do you like that? Or are you wanting a different experience of life? Because at the end of the day, these are all experiences we're having. Correct? So if you want a different experience of life, if you desire a different experience of life, I'm so conscious of the word want now as I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, human, being human. I have to do a whole episode on being human and being compassionate and how quickly we shift into being hard on ourselves. Okay, that's a place pointer for my own brain to come back to. Okay, so going back to this episode on, on want. If you had the notion and you believed it 100% that anything you desire is yours, it may come today, it may come five weeks from now, it may come five years from now, but it is yours. Then how would you ask for whatever it is that you're desiring? What would your attitude be? What would your feelings be? How would you approach it? Because that is going to then show you what's possible for you. So my invitation to you is to substitute the word want with desire. And there's a second step to this, which you have heard me talk about time and time again, which is surrender. Let me give you an example of my own home that I live in currently, that we live in, in, um, in, in Arizona. And when, when we moved to Arizona, like, um, you've heard the story some of you may have heard the story the the house that we we currently live in it was way way like I can't even tell you like way over the the what we wanted to use in terms of finding a home like living in a home but when I saw this home my husband at the same time like we both saw when we both saw the home like it felt this was our home and when I don't ignore feelings like that, I'm like, yeah, this is my home. But here comes so-called reality, as some of you might put it. With the reality of like, oh, this is the price point. This is what we thought we wanted to invest. This is what we have in our bank account. See, this is all reality, right? The part of the, the brain can go into that is not possible. But because of the work that my husband and I constantly do, we know that there's another approach to this. So the way we approach this is like, this is our home. We're going to do all our best to make this happen. And this is how I approach things in life. If it doesn't happen, fabulous, because the universe has something better in store for us. 
This is really how I approach everything in my life these days. Because it's never from a place of I can't have it. I know I can have it. And I have to do all the steps that it takes. And sometimes things work out and sometimes they don't work out the way I want them to work out. I want you to pay close attention to those words. The way I want them to work out, the expectation I have for it to work out. It may not work out like that, but I know what I desire is mine. What I desired was a beautiful was a was a was a home that was beautiful for our family that that solved our needs and also which made my home is my sanctuary it's my temple i i desire it to be a particular way because it's uplifting for me and this is where i create this is where i spend 99% of my time <laughs> I'm saying that because I am such a homebody. If I didn't have to go drop my kids off or pick them up or go anywhere, I would probably not leave my home. We have food, like everything is like just, you know, you don't even have to leave your home anymore. It's so funny to live a life like that. My work is online. Everything is in my home. So I had a particular desire for how I wanted to experience my home. Remember, money is just experience. So with that... I knew that the universe was going to deliver that. It may be in the form of this house. It could have been the form of some other house. I don't know. I don't care. I know this is mine. And then comes the process of complete surrender and detachment. And when I say I was least attached, I was least attached. Would I have been sad if this home wasn't ours? Yeah. I would have been like, oh yeah, okay. It It would have felt a little sad to me. But I know that I wouldn't have held on to it. And that's how I've approached it. And guess what? We figured out a way to make this happen. It's somehow, not somehow, we worked on that. We have to do our part. When it comes to manifestation, you have to do your part. We had to take those steps. And there it was. It was ours. And so I'm just inviting you to look at that from that place. Desire what you, what you, what, what is important to you, what experiences you want in your life. Remove the doubts completely do your part and surrender there is your answer for manifestation remove all want from your from your experience i want this i can have it i cannot have it none of those things matter you have to let it all go see what opens up for you so the whole piece of takeaway for you is notice your thoughts notice your words and language and how what how does that feel when it comes to desiring something remove all wants the experience of want the feeling of want everything just remove want and see what will open up for you so let me know what landed for you Share with me on Instagram. That's where you'll find me. Send me an email with your takeaways. I love hearing from all of you. I'm the only one who responds to my Instagram DMs. So so let me know what you took away from this. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being here. And I will see you on another episode. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. 
If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.